Hi, it's Nick. Welcome back to another episode of The Breathing 411, connecting timeless wisdom with modern science to bring you four thoughts, one quote, and one answer to help you optimize your breath and life. So let's jump straight into thought number one. This one is titled, Two Places to Put Your Breath. And here they are. For thinking, put your breath where your mind wants to be. For acting, put your breath where your heart wants to be. And a little PS here, this was inspired by Stephen Pressfield. He has a slightly more explicit saying, which I'll leave off here. You can go back and check out the link in his Instagram for more on that. In any case, let's move on to thought number two. How do slow breathing practices reduce pain, focus, and safety? It's all, and let's start out with a quote. Quote, it's all about attention, says anesthesiologist Sam Shahar. If we focus on a painful sensation, it will increase our experience of that pain. But if we think about something else, something safe, pleasant, far away, the pain we feel is dimmed. End quote. And that's Joe Marchant from Cure, A Journey into the Science of Mind Over Body, a crazy good book, so I highly recommend it. In any case, slow breathing practices have consistently been found to reduce pain. So this is something we see time and time again with each new study. And this passage helps to explain partially why, because they give us something to focus on, which we know here helps take away or dims the pain, right? And though more than that, they also make us feel safe, both emotionally and physiologically, which could be even more helpful. And although this is referring to physical pain, I think these same mechanisms help explain why it's so beneficial for emotional distress too. So we could say, breathe slow and have less pain. I love it. Great stuff. And again, amazing book. So go check it out if you're interested. All right, let's move on to thought number three are somewhat unusual breathing patterns during sleep. So in 1984, there was an editorial review on breathing during sleep that was published and had some conclusions that to me were somewhat surprising and opposite of what I expected. So here are a few of them. Here's one. Our breathing rate is variable, especially during REM sleep. So I thought, you know, our breathing rate would be slow and rhythmic and steady, but no, they found it was actually highly variable and really variable during REM sleep. Um, Okay, the second one, our breathing volume is reduced significantly uh, by as much as 16%. So that's pretty crazy. And then we frequently experience hypoxia or low oxygen levels and hypercapnia or high carbon dioxide levels. Um, There's also some interesting things about our our chemoreceptors and our chemosensitivity to low oxygen and high CO2. But those were the three big ones that stuck out to me. So Kind of crazy, and I guess we could say that the more we sleep, the less we breathe, and the more we heal, and the longer we live. Sounds good to me, so let's sleep more so we can breathe less and live longer. And with that, I will move on to thought number four. Taste the hidden life of breathing. Quote, there is a great difference between comprehending the knowledge of things and tasting the hidden life of them. End quote. And that's Isaac Pennington. And I just think that's a beautiful quote for breathing, right? It's easy to comprehend it, to talk about how it activates this or does this. But to really taste the hidden life of it, we have to practice. And come to think of it, the breath itself is hidden life. The more we practice, the more we taste it. 
And with that, I will move on to the one quote for this week. It's a beautiful one. Quote, we have to learn the art of breathing in and out, stopping our activities, and calming our emotions. End quote. And that's Thich Nhat Hanh. And we actually have an extra thought this week. The extra thought is titled, How the Breath how the heart and breath work in harmony to improve health and lifespan. And this was a, another guest blog I wrote for Resbiotic. And as you would guess from that title, it is all about the heart-breath connection. Uh, it's only like a quick four-minute read. I think it's really useful and helpful. And we're doing a follow-up now on exercises to, uh, to help utilize this or, or take advantage of this relationship between our breath and our heart. But in any case, go back, check it out if you're interested. And with that, I will move on to the one answer for this week, which is, of course, related to that. The category is breath and heart. The answer is the inward curve in your left lung that makes room for the heart is also called this. What is the cardiac notch? All right, that is it for this week. Remember to put your breath where your mind, where your, uh, mind wants to be and put your breath where your heart wants to be. Remember that we can use slow breathing to help us reduce pain because it gives us something to focus on and gives us a feeling of safety. Remember during sleep, our breathing rate is variable, pretty crazy, and we breathe a lot less, sleep more, breathe less. And remember that to taste the hidden life of things, we have to practice. So practice some more this week, and I will see you next time.